you're listening to the Wellness Kachina podcast, where I give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. Have you found yourself sitting silently at dinner or trying to pull conversation out of your kids or significant other? Conversation starters can be a really helpful tool to keep conversation going and keep it fresh. Quick shout out to one of our listeners, Hannah, who recommended this topic a couple of weeks ago, and now it's going live. So thanks, Hannah. Let's start out with kids. There are a couple of conversation starters that can be treated like games. The first one's called Mad, Sad, Glad, where each family member has to share three things from their day that made them mad, sad, and glad. Next is Best and Worst, where each family has to share the best and worst parts of their day. Third is grateful for. So this is just a great gratitude practice that you can just go around the table and name one thing you're grateful for throughout the day. And honestly, your family may look forward to doing this as well. So I think a gratitude practice is a great inclusion, um, even if it's not just a conversation starter, but just doing a gratitude practice regularly with your family can be really beneficial. Negative assertion. So this is reverse psychology at its best. With this one, make an outrageous statement about the kid's day. For example, what a pity you weren't able to play outside all day. And they were probably outside all day and they'll do their best to correct you and tell you all of the things that they did outside. So that's just one example. So maybe do the opposite using that negative assertion to what they actually did. Would you rather? This works perfectly with kids in the six to eight age group range. Some examples are, would you rather skydive or scuba dive? Would you rather eat worms or cockroaches? Would you rather travel to Antarctica or the Sahara Desert? Would you rather ride a dragon or a unicorn? And then they can ask you those questions as well. Try telling a story. As a kid, I would love hearing stories, particularly about my grandparents and my parents' childhood. Share a story from your childhood. Even a simple anecdote can lead to curious questions. Or talk about your own day, something that you heard on the news or from someone else. Remember that kids are sponges. They're super eager for information about the world around them, and there's no better filter to hear it than through their parents. And lastly, if you want your kids to be a little bit more open to talking seriously or less prone to silliness at dinner, try dimming the lights and maybe lighting a few candles. They'll feel like the darkened, more romantic atmosphere can make them a little bit more excited and maybe make them a little bit more focused on the meal or denote that it's more of a special time for family. So that may even make them a little bit more concentrated on conversation. For younger children, ages two through seven, some funny questions that you can ask at the table are, what are your favorite silly faces to make? What's your favorite silly sound? If you joined the circus, what would your circus act be? Name three things that are fun for you. And one of my favorites, do animals show each other love? How? So I got those questions from the familydinnerproject.org, and I'll put that link in the show notes. I think it's a great resource. There were literally hundreds of questions to choose from. So you can keep it fresh, entertaining, and have your child engaged during dinner. Okay, so what about when it comes to you and your significant other? Do you sometimes find yourself lost for words or stuck in a what's for dinner tonight rut? Here are some great ideas to start conversation. And this can be if you're newly together, years together, the answers might change as time progresses. So I think it's really good to continue to ask these questions and to continue to learn and grow with each other. So you can ask questions like, what makes you the happiest? 
What food best describes your personality? What crazy thing do you want to try someday? What are some things you like to do alone? What are some things you like to do together? If you could win a lifetime supply of anything, what would you want it to be? So these were some examples from conversationstartersworld.com, and I will also put that link in the show notes at the end of the show. So this was a pretty quick episode, but if you folks have any additional questions, please feel free to reach out via email, and I'm happy to help guide you in the world of conversation starters and perhaps provide you some more resources on this as well. Three main takeaways. Mad, sad, glad can be used for both kids and adults. Tell stories or listen to your family's stories. Regardless of how long you and your significant other have been together and how much you think you know about them, ask questions. You may learn something. Thanks for listening. Reach out via email at cbrunettiwellness at gmail.com to leave comments, tell me about show topics you'd like to hear, or just to say hey. Check out Wellness Cucina's Instagram page, chef underscore RDN, for cooking tips, recipes, and IGTV videos that relate to the podcasts. If you're interested in learning more about how you and your family can build stronger bonds while gaining kitchen confidence, schedule a complimentary call. Link is in the show notes. Tune in next Monday when we'll be talking about dealing with a small kitchen and tips on optimizing spaces in small kitchens.